It seems to me <laughs> that the quintessential requirement of most, we'll say, handsome white guys is to have a blue shirt with polka dots. Wow. I feel very... Very busted. But yes, I've actually got a closet full. I've made it. I've made it. I used to be. Yo, so here we are. Here we go. I threw the pillow on the flow. So now what, yo? It's a lot of O's. (sighs) Judgment, pastor. Judgment. I was thinking about O's in our history. Yeah. Go you ahead, know. finish up. I'm gonna let you oh, say. Can <laughs> you see? No, I was thinking about like that. Uh, you know, the slaves when they would say like those O's that were moaning, like oh yeah, like that. Like. Yeah, you went to slavery. It's not February, <laughs> man. We can't talk about that stuff. Oh, that's right. It's not Black History Month. Super excited about today. We got an awesome guest on. But wait, we got to start. We got a guest. You're gonna learn some stuff about some stuff. It's gonna be pretty dope. <laughs> you might be asking yourself, what can you learn from two bald head dudes? And a white guy named Jason. You about to find out. Okay. I love this podcast. You'll be laughing out loud and all of a sudden, boom, something that can really help you drops in your lap. I like it because I unexpectedly learn about life. It is so funny. I get to laugh and learn about life at the same time. I like listening to Funny How Life Works with the car of my parents. <laughs> with the car in my parents. Okay. That's good, man. That's right, cool. quite the setup. So, how you been, man? Sent church up in the house. How, how you been? How's things been going at the church? They still believe in you and stuff? <laughs> they do. Hey, do you remember when we uh, interviewed Stephen Malcolm, the hip-hop artist? I do remember interviewing Stephen Malcolm. He had a new album artist. come out, and one of his songs is Believe in Me. It is like Mimi's favorite song. Like Believe in You? Like Pastor Kyle? No, it's a, it's a play on words. Not in me. He's talking about when God convicted him to believe in him. But also, he's talking about how people doubted him, and yet now they believe in him, that he's able to produce good music. Oh, wow. Yeah, but That's Mimi's cool. like, can you play Believe in Me? So does the waiting? church still believe in me? Yes. Were you uh, just waiting to, put, you, to bring that up? You asked the question. Like, are you on commission for that thing or something? Because you just brought no, that up. No, but I think we should interview him again. Yeah, now he got a new album on. He should be doing interviews. Yeah. Pakal is my co-host who is also a pastor of Scent Church. Scent, S-E-N-T. It's on his shirt. In case you guys didn't know, we're on YouTube now. We made some moves. We, we pulled some strings. We did. And now we're on YouTube. Like, <laughs> like I just want to point that out, like, to get on YouTube. Anyway, um, don't forget. You want to tell people to remember to do something? Yeah, they should subscribe and leave reviews. Yes. And... Um, Across all the platforms. All when platforms. you subscribe, you get the notification that it, it, the new one is out. But yeah. also, when you leave reviews, sometimes we'll read those reviews. We will read those reviews. On the air. Cool. And now we also want to mention a non-sponsor sponsor. You got the perfect one you for today. You got the non-sponsor? Who you got for non-sponsor? Well, unless our guest has his own non-profit. No, we're not. Non-profit? We don't know what this is. Okay. We don't know enough about okay, him Okay, well to then, be, no. in line with what our guest is going to talk oh, about. Oh, you're talking about therapy for all? Psychology for no, all. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Everybody doesn't <laughs> deserve psychology. People love it. Everybody have it. You know what? It makes mental health care affordable to people that are coming from a low-income background. That is great, man. Yeah, but it's not based in Texas. Psychology for all. Yeah. So it's a model that could be reproduced in other dope, places. Dope, man. You look good, man. You've been working out. Sure. <laughs> I have, sure, tells I me. sure have. We haven't talked about this, but I'm gonna ask you a question flat out. Are you still on board for the Iron Man? I am. You still gonna do it? I, I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is that stutter, yo? As the date we're recording uh, today, yeah, I gave myself a, a window of two weeks from now to, to really make the final decision on that. Okay, cool. Because uh, you, you training are, has had some ups and downs. You already made that decision. No, I didn't. No, I can feel it. I can feel it in the uh, You know, I mean, your feelings <laughs> have been wrong before. They have been wrong before. You felt like I would be a temporary co-host, and look at me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, do we have Nick on the line? in me. Do we have tech guy Nick on the line? <laughs> okay, cool. I know we do. We yeah. should just give him the voicemail number. He can call and leave a voicemail. Hey, let's, um, we, should, we should do a voicemail at some point, but right now, we got a guest who's awesome. Okay. And we want to uh, introduce our guest so we can- Utilize as much as his time as possible. You want to tee up who who it is where? Yeah, we have someone that's going to give us some great insight on marriage and life. And I think it's timely, especially with you all doing Funny How Marriage Works events now. This yeah. guest uh, has some just crazy wisdom and insight to share. And the world is noticing because his Instagram following is just but blown up recently. So would you all give a warm welcome to psychologist? Is that the right way to say it? And influencer... Jason Van Ruler. Yay. Wow. The applause were on point and everything. That is so cool. Wow. I am Jason, so used dude. to that. I'm Thanks so for, used yeah. to that. Every room I walk into <laughs> yeah. that happens. So this dude, is you, nothing new for me today. We're about mm. to learn some stuff about marriage from you, about how people have done it wrong, people have done it right, what to look for, what some scary stuff. We're going to learn some stuff from you. But let me ask you, for, are you married? Yes. Yep. Okay. Been married cool. 15 years. Same woman? <laughs> a couple different ones, but we're, we're stitching. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just checking, Same man. Same one. Same one. So, dude, like, you, uh, you have some insight. You've been able to help some people in some really cool ways, man. Tell us. Um, I know there was a point where when you first started your um, psych, psych. Yep. So I'm a counselor. Psycho. Yep. Psychoness, <laughs> Why? which is very we early on. By the way, psycho. that wow. was very early on. Yes, some say hey, so, I was born so, that way. Some yes. people say psychotherapy. So my friend Gilbert Escaval got this great joke, dude, that he does, where he where they took he was a friend of his was in prison, and he didn't want to go. And they sent him to go see the psychotherapist, and he was like, "I'm not going in that room. I ain't going in there." He said, "What's wrong? He's right. He's right. The sign it says psychotherapy. Oh, it says psycho the rapers." Oh, <laughs> wow. Was like, snap. Wow. And that stuff was, Gilbert, if you're still out there doing comedy, dude, you're <laughs> awesome. Another joke he had. Why am I doing Gilbert jokes right now? Let's just stop. That's a perfect setup, actually. Um, it is. You you got married, but I believe that you had a vision of your wife or what she would be like beforehand. Is that right? Is that a good place yeah. to start the story? Yeah, yeah so that's great. Another way to say it is you were stalking her before you <laughs> met her. That's what I'm seeing. That's sort of Go my ahead. deal. Tell us about yep. that. Yeah. Yep, that's sort of how I work. So so I had always envisioned marrying a businesswoman. I don't know why. I was, you know, I was born in the 80s. So I don't know if I, I saw an 80s movie and I thought like that'd be really hot. And so I was all about I'm gonna marry a woman who wears like business suits to work and she's like a corporate executive, right? Mm-hmm. And I am working at this company and I'm working with a gal and she has a friend that comes to visit her. And this friend comes through the door and she is wearing a business suit. Right. And so uh, I'm in South Dakota. That doesn't happen very much. And just instantly I'm like, this is a person I need to talk to because again, Ooh, she's the this one. is who I'm supposed to be with. Right. So the, you know, it's that cinematic, the everything slows down and I pay attention and we talk and we kind of hit it off. And uh, I later find out that she was closing on a house she sold 
And that was the only day she'd ever worn a business suit. In fact, she bought it just for that closing. <laughs> that is awesome. When she closed on something else that day. She closed too, on she? something else. <laughs> she closed on something else. So, yeah, I just dope. learned early on in marriage that, like, how we think it's supposed to be isn't always how it is. And sometimes it's even better. Wow. Wow. That is great. Hey, so I have a theory. I want to back up just a little bit. This is just a theory I have. Yeah. Um, it seems to me that the quintessential, quint, am I saying it right? Quintessential. Quintessential requirement of most, we'll say, handsome white guys is to have a blue shirt with polka dots. Wow. Like, I've noticed that, like, on a rug, like, Jason, we talked about this at our, uh, I feel at our very, team meeting. very busted. But, so yes, yeah. I've actually got a closet full. Yep, I've made it. I've made it. I used to be. I used to be baby blues, and I've worked my way up. Uh, but yeah. I'm now at, at executive level. Yeah. Yeah. Now he got yeah. the polka dots. Is there I do it in there? short sleeve too, just uh, to I'm show sh- people how fun and free I am. Uh, so Winter time long sleeve, a little more formal. Hilarious. Yep. <laughs> Pakal, do you have someone on staff that has a shirt like that, or have you noticed? I don't notice such things. You're going to notice them next this Sunday. You're going to be like, oh, that's our guy right there. So what do you? What, so what is your? What do you see coming at you as far as marriage uh, in, in when you're counseling people? Like, what do you see some of the big issues being or some of the, the ones that kind of replay themselves? And how do you help people through that? Yeah. So marriage is tough, uh, as you probably know. Like, there's nope. good days, no bad days. <laughs> and so it's it can be a struggle. Uh, and I think a lot of people, I mean, they have issues that are really important and uh, definitely their issues, but they do often follow themes. And so we have things like, how do we do communication? How do we do conflict? How do we do intimacy? Those are really big ones. Um, and then when intimacy? we're in a season, wait, 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 wait. how do you do yeah. intimacy? Like, how do you, yeah. Wow. Like you got like you got charts and stuff. You'd be like, okay. I got a whiteboard. We actually draw it out. Uh, it gets oh. pretty graphic, but um, we we just have this huge <laughs> wall of whiteboard, and wow. uh, it's uncomfortable at first, but we, we get used to it. So that is awesome. <laughs> okay, carry on. I just had to camp there for a second, but yeah. you took you took well, over. but great. but you kind of say exactly what people think, right? So I, I talk about intimacy, and, and they're like, well, okay, this is gonna get weird. There's a guy in a polka dot shirt that's gonna start talking to me about sex, <laughs> and I'm like, well. What what if, what if there was like other kinds of intimacy, like emotional intimacy and things like that, spiritual? And, um, and that just kind of complicates it for people. But uh, the truth is how we do that really matters in our relationship. And it's not something we really think about um, other than maybe what somebody told us a long time ago, right? And so we mm-hmm. kind of bring all of that into our relationship. And some of the stuff we're trained to do as kids is like really unhelpful in our present day relationships. We have to unlearn some things and learn some new things. So if, uh, if someone's listening right now and they feel like they're struggling with emotional intimacy with their spouse, mm-hmm. what are some of the first things you do to try and get at what's going on there? Yeah. So the first thing, just as a yeah, therapist, in fact, we could is, we could do a role play. Okay, I'm the husband. Whatever. And then you, you know what? I watched the recent episode. I don't think I, I watched that episode. In it. Kyle does not. He does not want to role play. Come with on, dude. He's, he's out of real this. quick. Let's talk about communication right now. There's too much bass. I don't think. I don't think you're hearing me. A little less bass. Go ahead, Jason. As we were. As we were Jason, describing. That's what you're describing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing, I mean, as a therapist, my, my first intervention is always to blame people's parents. That's like kind of the first yeah, thing that we do is go. we that's just, wild. you got to, that's like, we learned that in grad school. It's definitely yeah. their fault. Blame your parents. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Hilarious. That's step one. No, I mean, I think step one is just to kind of normalize this stuff because it is difficult, right? And mm-hmm. so what happens is a lot of times we meet somebody who's really close to who we are, but also a little different. 
And that seems super attractive at first, right? We're like, oh, they love all I love, all the things I love, but they also love a couple different things. And isn't that cool? And then we're married for like five years. And I'm like, don't, I just hate that thing they do that's different, right? Yeah. And Why so- Why are you chewing like that? At first it was like- exactly. oh, He's so cute, his little dimple when he chews. That's so awesome. <laughs> One year exactly. in, you're like, ooh, close your mouth. Yep, exactly. Why are you even so- eating anyway? If you stop eating, we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> what, what was that thing for you that your wife noticed? My, for me? Yeah. That oh. After a year, she was just like. We, you know, here, here's the thing. Me and my wife never did Cloud Nine. We never had that uh, phileos love. We just didn't have it. We just jumped right to the real stuff. So I got nothing, bro. Come on, man. You don't dig the wax out of your ears? Uh, <laughs> no, I just let it grow, dude. That stuff is handy <laughs> later on. Make caramel apples out of it. It's awesome. Uh, okay, you don't slurp your drinks? Not that she noticed. What was it for you, mm-hmm. Jason? Anything that. Your wife noticed about you after the first year where she's just like, that's got to She go. was like, oh, these plain shirts. Yeah. I'm so tired yeah, of I these think, plain shirts. I think I'm terrible. Like if I approach someone uh, at a stop sign and it's, I'm not sure who's supposed to go, I don't give a very clear wave, right? So I'm, I'm kind of like this. And she's like, what does that mean? And I'm, I'm just like smiling and doing this. Hilarious. And, and, and she what used to think that was sort of funny. And then she's like, what is happening? Like you're, you're, right. we're going to get in a car accident. You're very so, unclear right now. So what she uh, wants you to do, take charge and just go? Four yeah. Way yeah. Stop, you yeah. Go and first, the person in the awesome. other car is like, am I being flipped off? Like what is happening right, right now? And is this smiling? And is this, so yeah, a, she, is this a metaphor for the intimacy y'all got cracking on? Is that what it's like? She doesn't know if I should take over or if I should go. Or is... She doesn't know. It's Dude, still up still... in the air. We're hey, Let me give you a scenario, Jason. First of all, great. I, yeah. I, I've noticed you do really well at what you do because you have a, 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 a great sense of humor. And I know that, that. Talk to me about how comedy may help in those scenarios when you got to. Uh, or do you even introduce that at all? When you have a husband and a wife and they're talking and they're having a kind and you're there. Like, how do you balance the tension or, or, and or do you use any comedic, uh, any comedic tones at all in that scenario? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, it kind of depends on the couple, right? And so some couples are really open to that. Some are definitely not. And it depends on timing. So I've had to kind of learn my comedic timing and my audience, right? Mm. Which, as you know, is really important because I've definitely told some of the best jokes ever at the worst time. And I've learned that is not helpful. So uh, sometimes well, humor is really helpful. <laughs> uh, yeah, when someone's talking about like an issue that's really important to them on their heart, you know, and I make a joke about that, like that's probably not a funny time to do that. Um, uh, when yeah, we're yeah. working towards example. resolution. <laughs> give us an example. Um, What's the couple's names? Can you give us their names? <laughs> yeah. Let me just break confidentiality for a second um, and just share this with you. I, I'm kind of going to look for a new job, and so that'll be great. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. No, there are times where I think the humor is really good because, as you know, like it breaks it up and it shares our humanity. And, yeah. and sometimes we just have to laugh because it's ridiculous, right? Sometimes people come in and they say, this is the fight we're having. And I'll just look at them and I'll smile and I'll be like, I love you guys. And this is also kind of crazy. And then they'll laugh, right? We'll all just kind of laugh together and be like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then we dig into, but why is this Mm. happening? So I think sometimes that helps us blow off a little bit of that steam so that Mm -hmm. we can get down to it. So Jason, you, you started off by saying, Hey, I got a better question. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, We'll let Jason be the judge of that. (laughs) You ask yours and I'll hold mine. You ask yours. (laughs) And I'll ask mine before he asks, before he answers it. And then, Jason, you go ahead and answer whichever one you think is better. So We're off to a good first. start. This is great. Yep. Jason, you started off by saying oftentimes what we envision is not what we end up getting. 
Yet I know this guy who started doing these funny how marriage works experiences is really trying to get couples to have a shared vision about their future. Mm. How do you get from that unmet expectation about vision to really getting to a shared vision? Okay, of the pause. Future? That's a great question. Now I'm gonna give you my question. <laughs> you decide which one you want to answer or not. Okay. Which one is smarter? Um, sure. Do you like black people? <laughs> this doesn't feel loaded at all. I actually feel very safe right now. So this is it's like no wrong way to answer either one of these. Okay. Yeah. No, let's go with his question. He had a great great question. Go ahead, Pacao. That's his good question, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I think um, what we have to do is just make sure we're pointing in the right direction. We can have shared vision. Hold on, stop. Real quick. I'm sorry. That yeah. is brilliant what he just said. But we could edit this. Where I say, do you like black people? And then he says, we just got to make sure we're pointing in the right direction. That's what we got to do. (laughs) But I wouldn't do that to you, Jason, because you're dope. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Go ahead. Kyle had a great question. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. So the thing is, is um, I think, I mean, this is kind of my faith too, is like, I I think I always want to tell God how it's going to be. Right. And I, mm. I think it got a little bit like a drive through window where I come up and he's like, Hey, what do you want today? And I'm like, well, I'm just to tell you. And then I'll see you at the window. Ooh, and, and I actually, I just don't great. think it works that way. Uh, but I think what's important is I'm showing up at the right place. And so with couples, that's what I'm trying to get them to do is it might not be exactly what you ordered, but you're at the right place at least. Dude, that's, that is strong, dude. Like that's legit. Let me ask this. So I have a, a friend, a couple, the first marriage I ever did, well, let me not say the first. We have these friends who had an issue, and it might still. It's anyway. Here's here's the issue. She does not enjoy cleaning at all, and he really likes a clean house. So they've okay. been kind of going at it for a while, and to no end. Meaning, she wants to clean. She gets all upset if the house isn't clean enough. He's he's upset, and then he shows up, and he's mad, and then she gets even more frustrated because she can't clean good enough. Like, what would be your approach with regards to a scenario like that with the couple? And they've been going at it for a, for a while now and not really getting anywhere. What might what might advice you might give a couple like that? And I know there's couples listening who have something similar going on. It may not be cleaning. It may be something different. But if you can, as a listener, just put your scenario in this and then listen to what Jason has to say. Yeah, so I would just say, uh, okay, yeah, that happens a lot. So that that's not too out of line. But I, I think the thing is we have to kind of whittle away at, is this really important? And if it is, that's fine. But it, is this really important in the scheme of things? And if we decide that it really is important, then how do we problem solve around that? So if, if that's the thing is to one person, having a clean house means the world to them and communicates a lot of different things like safety and comfort. And if that's true... Sure, then let's find a way to meet that. Maybe we get a cleaning person or we get some help or we do this or we do that. But we first have to just decide, is this really important or Mm. is this just a different problem coming out this way? Because it's kind of like uh, I used to love to watch Scooby-Doo, right? And uh, there would Mm -hmm. be like the bad guy and he would be like doing all these things. And then they'd be like, I wonder who it is. And at the end, they would like identify who it was. It's the one other character. It's the one new character. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was always somebody you didn't think it was. So sometimes what we do is we have these deep wounds in our relationship that come out as problems about a clean house when what they're really about is I don't feel heard or understood. And so my goal is just always to figure out which one is it. Wow, then when you finally figure that out, you got some more peace, and then you can go get some of them Scooby snacks. Who's the right. cleaner one between you and your wife, Jason? Who, who, who's more the, the, the organizer? He is. 
We're no, we're pretty close. I, I'm I'm like the type of clean where like if you come to my house, it looks clean, but if you opened any closet door, stuff would come out. Right. So I'm all wow. about it needs to look clean, but the closet could be terrible. Wow. And and she's like it hey, actually let's, has let's to unpack be clean. that for a minute, Jason. <laughs> Where's that showing up in your heart right now? I just want to well, know. actually, that's my approach to faith. Yeah, it just looks great on the outside, but if you open the door, a bunch of crap spills out. Yep, that's, uh, that's kind of how I see it. Sorry, the Lord was supposed to be fixing that. I just my I didn't bad. know what else to do. Wow. Yeah. This is good stuff, dude. I feel like. So, what, go ahead. Well, why don't you tell them what you found out about that couple? The way. Because you kind of give people a preview of what you do in Funny How Yeah, so what we do in my uh, conference, it's not a conference, it's a workshop. It's an experience. It's an experience. That's what I was told yeah, to it's call an experience. it when hosted it. We so what we did with a couple who had a similar the issue was one of the things I teach couples, and, I know, and if you're listening, you got to keep listening because you won't understand what this means, is I teach them that they should not compromise. Yeah, and what I mean is if a bridge was compromised, you wouldn't drive your car over it. If a... Uh, if a dress was compromised, Kyle, you wouldn't wear it, Whatever, right, bro? You, um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like nobody will wear, like you know. I mean, if you were in Ireland wearing wearing a, a kilt, remember? Yeah, with, yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so yeah. I guess that's, that's where a kilt's at. Anyway, um, you just wouldn't wear it. So I teach them not to compromise because if you compromise, I, f- I feel like life presents us with people and circumstances to reveal where you're not free. So in the in the instance of a couple who were arguing about cleaning, I'm like, yeah, what? Like, there's something more there. They're like, there's something more going on, like to your point. Like, so I want to dig in and find out what that more is immediately. And what I found out with her, as an example, or someone who had the same exact issue, was when she was eight years old, her dad, if she didn't clean perfectly, her dad would slap her in the back of the head. Mm. So every single time her husband would ask her to clean, she was cleaning under this fear that she wasn't even aware of the whole time. So it was actually a blessing that God blessed her with a husband who really wanted a clean house. But if they kept fighting, it was just would have stayed service and they would have been all upset. But because we went a little deeper, she actually has freedom. And I caught her, I talked to her like three weeks ago or something, and she is ecstatic about cleaning. Like she loves to clean now. She probably did all the time. She just did, wasn't aware of that hurt and that pain. I think that's what Kyle is referring to. Yeah, it had nothing to do with her husband. It had everything to do with her past. Yeah. Once she was able to understand that. Her view of it, yeah. Yeah, her view of it changed. Right. And then he was able to also understand how he came across to her because of what she was hearing. She wasn't even hearing his voice. She was hearing yeah. her dad's voice. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Man, this is beast mode. So, so what is the biggest, like what when you see this issue showing up, um, you don't, like you see it a lot, but when you see this one showing up, you don't really know what to do. Like it kind of stumps you a little bit. Is there some big issues that kind of show up sometime that you that you're like, oh snap, one of those again? Or are they all pretty much the same thing playing out with different characters? What have you found to be? The yeah, case? I think it's both. Um, I so one of my things just to be a good clinician is I just challenge myself to always be curious because I think one of the most dangerous things I can do as a clinician is think I know it because when I think yeah. I know it all, I'm not caring for people at all. Yeah, um, and it would be easy to, right? It would be easy to just say, well, here's a pattern and a theme and a thread. And so it's all the same. Yeah. But I think when we do that, we lose a lot of empathy and we're unable to help people the way they need to be helped. And so I just kind of walk into every session and just say, like, I'm curious. Like, you know, if you really stopped me in the middle and said, hey, have you ever dealt with this before? Sure. Like, I could probably tell you what's going on, mm-hmm. but I'm going to just be curious about it until I have confirmation because part of helping people is helping them feel understood. And they don't feel That's understood great. when you say, oh, yeah, I know this, and just go do this. 
If, for example, I this whole time thought that you were saying that you were a Christian, but apparently you, you're, you're a clinician. <laughs> I didn't even know. So, wow. Those are two it's totally different, different, different church. Things. Different church, yeah. Different, 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 music, different music, very different music, too. Yep. So, dude, you are a beast. This is awesome. You Listen, here's what we're going to do, though. We got to do a part two with you. Can you stick around for a couple seconds and we do a part two? I know you got a hard stop. We're going to do this real quick. So one thing that we do is we have these off-the-cuff moments where one of us will take a nugget that we just got from you, and we got some great stuff from you, and we'll go off-the-cuff and give something to our audience that kind of explains what it is we just learned from you. So in this one, we're going to let Kyle go off-the-cuff, and then uh, then we're going to do this will thing at the end, and then we're going to fire back up. But, dude, this is Perfect. beast. Good stuff. Great attitude, great tone, great comedic timing. Good stuff, dude. <laughs> so, wow. Are you going off the cuff? Yeah, so the off-the-cuff moment that I'm going to go off-the-cuff on, it has to do with the comment that Jason made about how oftentimes in marriage what we envisioned is not what we end up getting. I've often referred to that gap between what we expected and what we got as grief. And when it comes to grief, a person can sit in that grief and they can wallow in it for years and spend their whole marriage grieving that it wasn't what they expected. Or just like when we grieve the passing of a loved one or a tragic event, you start to realize it's not healthy to stay stuck there. In fact, some of the greatest uh, joy in life it comes in the exploration of trying to figure out, okay, I didn't get what I expected, but how can I still make the best of what I have. And so I love that spirit of curiosity, not only in our therapist, but also in our marriages. And I think that his statement right from the outset that sometimes we'll have these gaps and that oftentimes in marriage we do is helpful and it helps people to know that they can explore uh, what's new together. So that's the off the cuff moment for today. Boom, that was dope. So in short, what Pakao is saying, if you get a stain on your polka dot shirt, there's another one in the closet. Right? Is that what you're saying? There is. All right, there cool. actually no. is. Yeah. No, in general, I mean, that. I kind of wrapped it up in, in general. <laughs> Boom. Hey, so we're going to have you spin the wheel. So there's a wheel that's going to spin. If you can just play like you see it, Jason, okay. and just yeah, spin it. Finger there's up. a question we're going to ask you. Just put your finger up like this and then spin and then. Okay. And then a question will pop up. Are you, you going to make the noise the or do I have to make yeah, the noise? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. That's actually cool. We should have them. Yeah. He did it. Great. And the question is, boom. The font's too small for me to read. There okay. it is. Go ahead. If you could only eat one food item for the rest of your life, Jason, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. Already. He's going to say Dippin' Dots. Oh, <laughs> wow. Why did you why did you You just you just you stole that from me. I was already I was going to be dramatic and then you just ripped it right out of my hand. This dude All is right. awesome. All right. Dip and dots. Wreck that. No, what would it be? Um let's see. Uh yeah, maybe pizza or steak. I don't know. It doesn't seem that exciting. Gotta, I wanted to say one. something French, great, but let's just be choices. honest here. You're making great yeah, choices. Yeah, let's just be honest you're, here. You're going to have pizza for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. Which I could probably, probably not going to be that long if you just eat pizza. They, they have breakfast <laughs> pizza. I mean, there's, there's a, lot a lot of, of pizzas, pizzas now. Yeah, there's it. a lot of pizzas here. Dude, you're we'll awesome. Right. Man, this is good, man. Hey, I just want to know, Jason, what's your batting average? What's my batting average? Yeah, what's your success rate in your counseling? Oh, oh wow. man, that's a big question. Wow. Okay. That I thought question. that was going to be a fun one about dipping dots. But okay, <laughs> what's my batting average? Okay. Awesome. <laughs> asking me the tough stuff. Um Let's see. Uh, depends on how you figure that. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at helping people get what they think they want. Um, I don't know if I'm so good sometimes at helping people get the life I think they should have. Mm. And I think that's probably okay. 
So okay. sometimes people come in and they want something that I think uh, maybe isn't actually that helpful to them. Uh, and I'm pretty good at helping them figure out if they actually want that or not. Um, but sometimes I go, I think I really want this for you. And when I get in the way of it, then my batting average goes way down. It's, wow. it's a bad Well thing. said. Well so. said. Oh, yes. We got to <laughs> blow up your social media, dude. You smashed this. What is you go on Instagram, Facebook. Where are you? We're going to put everything in the show notes, but tell people where they can find you at before the audience. Yeah, so people. Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, great. What are the handles? How do we find you? Though? Oh, yeah, no, I just, <laughs> just, just, just find me. Search, search Polka Dot Guy. You'll, okay. It'll come up right away. It'll come up right away. Be careful searching Polka Dot Guy. Oh, yeah. Never know who so are you, are you Jason Van Ruler? Yeah, it's Jason, it's Jason dot Van Ruler. Hey, guys, by all means, please go follow Jason. You're going to learn some stuff by following this guy about marriage and then if it challenges if you read anything on any of his social media that challenges you in a way even especially if you read something that makes you a little uncomfortable dig into that thing and find out why does it make you uncomfortable why is that not something you've heard or tried and then dig into it and explore it who knows it's funny how life works hey if you want to learn how to press in like in a great way to use your conflicts to your advantage, just go to michaeljr.com slash press in and we're going to send you a free video to show you exactly how to utilize your conflicts to your advantage. I know it sounds crazy. Trust me. Go to michaeljr.com slash press in.